Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, the podcast for real financial advisors around the world. So we're still in this series on talking about money. And just a quick reminder, this is both from the perspective of professionally, us talking with clients about money, but it's also from the perspective of of just personally, right? As human beings, we need to be learning how to have great conversations with money ourselves, which is sort of part of the journey that I'm on. Last episode, we talked about the idea that when something needs to be changed to a financial plan, and we specifically used an investment portfolio, they come in, they say this portfolio, you know, right? Like, we don't know if these investments are right, or they've underperformed or whatever. We want to see what you could do, right? And we, we walk them through the kind of diagnosis process. And we find out more often than not, that what they say they want what they say is important to them and their values and goals don't match the portfolio they have. And we talked about some of the reasons for that, et cetera. Now, I want to talk about a very specific conversation. When we go to suggest making changes to this portfolio, we've got to remember that they're invested in that portfolio, both sort of literally and emotionally, they're invested in that portfolio. And I'm going to use a specific example. Let's just say that they've got a chunk of stock that they inherited from grandma. And let's say even further that this stock has been the golden goose. It's helped the family do lots. I'm using an example that I had. I won't mention any names, so I'll just use the stock. So I, I worked, and this was years ago, I worked with a family that had a big concentrated position in GE. And I mean, it was huge. And the dividends from GE over the years, the dividends and the growth had really funded lots of things like names on buildings sort of things. And the one of the kids was saying, look, geez, 90% of my net worth is in GE stock. And we sit down and we talk and, and you know, we identify some values and, and the values essentially are like, I never want to have to work again. I don't, I, I don't want to have to ever worry again. I'm going to work, but I want to also take care of my kids and give them opportunities that I've had, et cetera. And then, and I really don't want to worry about this. That was a big thing. I don't want to take any unnecessary risk. And then we look at the portfolio and it's like 95% in one stock. And so there's clearly a disconnect there. So what do we do? We realize like we've got all sorts of emotion here. It's grandpa, great grandpa, grandma, their stock, we inherited it. It's the golden goose. It's made all these things possible. Really? We're going to sell it? Like all of those feelings. And so one conversation I've found to be really useful is just to sort of remove the ego and give people permission to see that maybe they should make a change. I've called it the overnight test. And let me just walk you through the overnight test. So let's just assume that we're sitting down with Jim and Sally, completely made up names, nothing to do with clients. I don't think I've ever had clients named Jim and Sally. So we're sitting down with Jim and Sally and we say to Sally, Sally's inherited this huge position and you could insert anything in here, right? Like Sally was the one that made the decision to buy that mutual fund. Sally was the one that invested at work and had this concentrated stock options. You know, Whatever the decision is, here we're just using a concentrated stock from a family member. And we sit down and we say to Sally and Jim very carefully, like, okay, in the last couple of meetings, we've identified here's this set of values and goals. And we review those and we say, did we get that right? Because if we don't have that right, we need to go back. Oh, no, no, that's perfect. I say, okay, great. Our whole goal here, obviously, is to match your use of capital with that and particularly the portfolio here. 
So we, we, let's walk through that real quickly. You, know, you specifically said you didn't want to have to worry about this and didn't want to take risk. And you realize, I know from these conversations, that having 95% of your net worth in one stock is really risky. Yes, yes, of course. But, oh, geez, we don't want to sell it, right? And I said, okay, well, just could we back up for a second? I just want to try one thing real quickly. I just want you to imagine that you go to bed this evening and 95% of your portfolio here is in GE stock. And you wake up in the morning, knowing everything you know now, you wake up in the morning and someone has sold it, right? You live in a commission and tax-free world. So don't worry about taxes or commissions or any of that stuff right now. You wake up in the morning and someone sold it and it's all in cash. Okay, got that? Yeah, got it. The question I have for you is, would you buy back the GE stock? Now, the answer is almost always, in fact, I can't think of an exception where the answer was anything but no, I wouldn't. I've done this in, you know, the family cabin in the Adirondacks, I remember an example. I've done this with, you know, the sort of typical smorgasbord portfolio. I did this with a really good friend. In fact, let me tell you this story really, really quick. A good friend and somebody who helps me with work as well. I'm just going to I'm just going to call her Nancy. That's not her name. I'm just going to call her Nancy. And Nancy told me about this exact experience she had. Like, okay, we had this great meeting. They've identified my values and goals. And of course, we've identified that my portfolio makes no sense based on my values and goals because nobody had ever talked me through that. I'd just sort of been collecting stocks. And she, she was like, she told me, and then they came and they told me that we needed to sell everything. And she was like, she, this is exactly how she described it. I wish I could, I could read you the email. It was really funny. She's like, they, they want to take all these cute little, you know, I own you know, like Disney and and Coca-Cola and Apple, and they want to take them out in the street and just shoot them, right? Like, the, look at these cute little, like she was so, and she was like, of course, as I'm saying this, she, this is what she said. She said, as I'm saying this, it's reinforcing to me the wisdom of what they're suggesting, right? Like how emotional I'm connected to my Disney stock. So going through the overnight test allows someone just to see it removes the emotion. That's been my experience. Is it like, wait, we've just created a new default scenario. Like you don't own the stock anymore, right? We've gotten rid of what's called the endowment effect, right? We, we've, we've, we've removed that for a second and said, actually, your starting place is cash now. Your starting place isn't owning GE or Disney or, you know, whatever. You're, it's actually cash is your starting place. What do you want to do from there? And the answer almost always is, no, I don't want to buy that. But that wouldn't make any sense. Let's, let's build the portfolio that we need to match our values and goals. And then you can say, okay, perfect. Like I normally, when they say no, well, I wouldn't buy it back. And the, the, normally what I do is say, okay, well then what we need to do now is insert reality, taxes, fees, and come up with a, a wise, sometimes the wise plan may be sell it all today and reinvest it. Sometimes, sometimes a wise plan, depending on what it is, right? Sometimes a wise plan may be to spread that out in terms of tax implications. I mean, in an IRA, we all know this stuff, right? All I'm saying is we say to the client, okay, if you wouldn't buy it back, then chances are we've already identified that you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't own this portfolio. Now let's insert reality a little bit and let's make a plan to get you there. A thoughtful, rational plan to get you to the portfolio we know, know you need to own. 